0: All right, here we go. It is January 19th, 2024, buzzing through January at alarming rate with Common Sense coming at you week in, week out. We got Norm already laughing at the mic. Uh, so another episode coming your way. You can check us out in all the past episodes at commonsenseohioshow.com. Brought to you, you have by now know, and no doubt heard, by Harper Plus Accounting. And if you anybody knows anything about business, this is one of the most important times of a business, figuring out what you're going to do. For this year coming forward, what you did last year, um, fixing the mistakes that you probably made because you did not have Harper Plus on your side, and preparing to pay the money or at least not pay too much money for next year. Um, Harper Plus Accounting, all your needs, transactional and otherwise planning, consulting. All right, we got lots to talk about today, um, and as always, we're going to hit World War II in history today. Uh, we were talking about this off the air a little bit Um so what's interesting? Sometimes you get these World War II tidbits that don't date back to the 1941 through 45, but maybe like 1977. Um, and what's interesting about what happened this day in 1977 is that um, Richard, or who did I say, Gerald Ford pardoned Tokyo Rose, who was Tokyo Rose. Well, she was the um, uh, she was the radio personality, I guess we would say, yeah. who was a propagandist for Japanese radio. Um, I think all of us at the table I had to do a little bit of Wikipedia digging to figure or to learn a little bit about this to talk. But I knew about Tokyo Rose sort of just because uh, maybe movies or pop culture or something. Um, but it turns out she uh, she left after Pearl Harbor, uh, went back to Tokyo, uh, started working for a radio station or broadcast and then became the propagandist on behalf of uh, some Japanese radio. It turns out now they're saying at least Wikipedia is saying for whatever that's worth. That there was more than just one Tokyo Rose, rather. It was a, probably a conglomerate of women who uh, were doing the same thing in the during the war. But she would sort of spout out the, the woes of Japanese victories to the Americans and talk about how we're losing the war. Uh, there was a survey done years later that basically said most of the people saw it for exactly what it was, a propagandist. Ten um, percent of those surveyed apparently said, no, they, they were a little bit disturbed by it. Um, Most of them, I think, were actually enjoyed it. It became sort of entertainment um, and didn't really care one way or another, tuned into her maybe on purpose. Uh, After the war, she tried to come back. We wouldn't let her. Eventually, we put her on trial for treason. She was convicted. Uh, There's a lot of backstory that I don't want to get into because I don't really know it, Uh, but apparently some witnesses were, um, let's say, influenced to lie against her. At least that's what came out later. Uh, She was nonetheless convicted of treason. And then in 1977, Gerald Ford pardoned her as if it never happened and uh, who who would have thought and I'm sure she is proud to know now wherever she is in the heavenly worlds that uh, we're talking about her right here at Common Sense Ohio. So. Yeah. And Japan invaded Burma on other in other news yeah. <laughs> on the state in 1942.
1: And I I'm, I'm really struggling, you know, inside not to do one of those cheesy Japanese female impersonations. Yeah, I don't do that. No, I'm not going to do it. But <laughs> like, I'm holding myself back because I've got Disney Bugs Bunny stuff and <laughs> Looney Tunes. Oh and, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, all the wartime portrayals of the Japanese, as they called them then, Japs. Yep. You know, were were extremely vicious, and and like I know those, and I really. I'm struggling. So I'm I'm not going to do it. I'll do it. Because in today's climate, that would be seen. It would be totally misunderstood.
2: Well, I guess I didn't realize that the Allied troops actually gave her that name. Yeah. Yeah. That, I I guess, assumed it was the reverse. So we called her that.
0: Yeah, we called her Tokyo Rose. I didn't
2: Okay. Interesting. The
0: the Tokyo Rose that we are talking about is Eva Toguri, T-O-G-U-R-I.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kenichiwa. There, we there you go. Yeah. Wow. So lot,
0: lots going on. I mean, yeah. look, we should probably talk about James mm-hmm. Bond because Spectre is meeting as we speak.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> anybody who doesn't know
0: what I'm talking about, it's the World Economic Forum. <laughs> <laughs> mm, so Dr. Now, Evil. In so his, nobody
1: gets upset when you do uh, a German imitation. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's, uh, so I'm, I'm going to uh, jump right in.
0: Austin Powers.
1: <laughs> what? No, no. I'm talking about like... We're talking right. about Klaus, right? Uh,
0: uh, right. He sounds like an like an evil uh, uh, villain, like an evil 60s spy James Bond spy villain, Specter. Right. These guys are Specter, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, or the or the guy in uh, you know uh, gold whatever it was. I mean, so gold he's member, saying, yeah, gold yeah. member. You know, no, you know. no, the James Bond Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah Goldfinger. Yeah, right, right, right.
0: I expect you to die. Yeah.
1: No, <laughs> no Mister Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> you know, and of course. They have this elaborate laser thing that's going to go up his middle. And you're (laughs) like, come on. (laughs) You know, I mean, exactly. any, any real any real dastardly guy would just get out a pistol. Get it done. <laughs> Come on.
2: Get the job get done. done. Quit monologuing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave you alone in the lab, you know, to, to deal with the laser that's slowly inching its way forward. Uh,
0: but look, anybody who wants to be scared and freaked out about what's going on in the world, go read about the World Economic Forum, its origins, and what they really want to do. But then feel good about this because we talked about uh, the new uh, president of Ar- Argentina, right? Is that it? Mm-hmm. Javier Millet.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Right.
0: He had the best speech of all time.
1: Oh yeah. He he gave him the what for at Davos. Do sure
0: not. Let's just let's just do it. Do not surrender to the advance of the state. The state is not the solution. The state is the problem itself. You are the true propagandist of this story. And rest assured that as from today, Argentina is your staunch, unconditional ally. Long live freedom. Today, I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger, and it is in danger because those who are supposed to have, def- those who are supposed to, have to defend its values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that is inex- inexorably leads to socialism and thereby to poverty. Unfortunately, in recent decades, motivated by some well-meaning individuals willing to help others and others motivated by the wish to belong to a privileged caste, the main leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom for a different versions of what we call collectivism. So he stands Um, up and just skewers.
1: That's Ronald Reagan. Specter. That's that's a that is a Southern Hemisphere Ronald Reagan speech.
0: Yeah, I mean they uh, and these people these people think that I mean they're they're the ones of their little uh, you know. They have their, not shareholder capitalism, but the, the principal, whatever they're talking about, the mm-hmm. principal capitalism, where the corporations are, they, they basically want to control the world through their corporate right. activities, right. through their own vision of what the world should be. One world government. One world government, right. um, for all for the good of the people, right? Yeah. This is like the uh, C.S. Lewis, like B, the worst kind of tyranny is the one that comes right. uh, masked as, uh, as, as help.
1: Remember when they met years ago in Seattle? And the grunge rockers just went wild. I mean, at the time, I wasn't appreciating their anti-globalist perspective, but actually, young people of a certain age, certain generation, were really onto these people way earlier than the rest of the world. Like the young people in particular were super afraid of one world government.
0: Right. I mean, look. It's, I mean, I'm it's talking gr- like that ideology. Ideology is killed like. To hundreds of millions of people right. in the last century, except it did.
1: But if you talk to young people today of that same age, like this is Seattle 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, my
0: back in the 90s. Yeah.
1: I mean, they, they were very suspicious of corporations running everything under a one-world policy and, and then out of Seattle comes now like today's young
0: people <laughs> comes you know, Microsoft. Or, uh, mm. What's the other big one that came from Apple Seattle? and they're all
2: no. out there. Yeah, well, yeah that's true. Yeah. But
1: now today's young people, and this is a broad sweeping generalization, but I, I see so many black booted, jack booted, you know, young people marching, you well, they know, think, they, they, there's this in lockstep and they want everything to be the same. State to state, country to country, around the world, one policy. Yet claiming
0: diversity all the way through. No
1: borders, right?
0: And and what's what's interesting to me is that it, it all, like they they buy this nonsense, hook, line, and the sinker. Like yeah. there's too many people in the world, so we need to have less. Yeah, Bill we're gonna, Gates. We're going to destroy the world, right. so you right. know, like what's her name, Greta Van Thunberg, or whatever her <laughs> name is. Jeez. Like like she's a she's a the oh. kind of expert right. you want to listen to. Right. But you know, they they create these these sort of existential. How fears dare you? That that. A, a kid who's not even capable of like finding his classroom in college yet—they right. create these existential fears that that these kids buy hook, line, and sinker, and so now they're willing to give over their freedom to these to Specter, yeah, to fix it for us. So we realize that yes, if we don't do something, we're going to destroy the planet. We're all going to die, and we have no future. So, did so you, we you, give me the power, and I'll fix it
1: for you. Totally agree. Did, did you catch though that I I, I imitated a Swedish girl? but I, I, I can't do a Japanese girl. So that, I mean, I, how, oh, j-
0: right. how dare you? It's actually
1: pretty good, too. <laughs>
0: how dare you? How dare I you? I came on my sailboat. <laughs> I
1: mean, I mean, she is a complete whack job. The wind
0: blew me here.
1: Mm. And her parents, really, Shame it, it, on it, It's abuse. What they've done to right,
0: her. they've turned into... The, they've like cranked a, a her up. A caricature and, of the and, and left.
1: Pu- and she went out there as really a minor. How
0: dare you. How yeah. dare you. How dare you rich
1: people. <laughs> and she's, you know, like given the dais at the UN. You flew
0: like, here on the... jets and I came on my sailboat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, well. And, and, you know, what? I, what can I, you say? I mean, I take is, cold
0: showers in the spring out <laughs> in the back.
1: So the hero, uh, in addition to uh, "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina," mm. is uh, Madonna. G- <laughs> are you talking about Eva Perón? Is, uh, is, uh, is uh, g- <laughs>
0: didn't she didn't she play Eva Perón? <laughs> I think Madonna. Madonna. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, did, yeah. There's oh, there oh, yeah. another one before that, but yeah, oh no, right right. Yeah,
1: there's been a lot of or Peron not Eva Yeah, Evita. Evita. yeah right right. Okay. Avita right. Yeah, which was Mrs. Perón. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. A Vita you, Perot. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. All yeah right. Right. exactly. Yeah, you are there. Her husband, I didn't have who, who hired it. all the ex uh, Luftwaffe from Germany to come right. over. Right. All the Nazis went over there. Don't <laughs> cry for me. <laughs> so
0: I think Klaus Barbie was caught. Uh, a, a
1: bunch of them. Right. Was, right. Uh, In uh, Brazil, uh, Argentina. I mean, they were all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Colombia, whatever. Um, yeah. Hitler still
0: lives there, too, if you watch the, the show. <laughs> history channel shows he's still there yeah.
1: yeah you want to see a really scary movie see um uh see you know the boys uh in brazil I boys mean, from brazil oh it's yeah, a great movie you know? is great, that uh robert movie. shaw's in that i think well um, uh, uh gregory Peck. gregory peck gregory yeah. peck yeah i mean super scary and marathon man there's there's a bunch of movies in that vein that mm-hmm, are super mm-hmm. super freaky yep um, but the other guy who really made a splash on, you know, for our team, if so to speak, over in uh, Davos, was um, uh, J, J, You're talking about the J.D. Spectre, Diamond, the, the head of Chase Bank. He went on a big rant at, at uh, the World Economic Forum and told his fellow panelists they need to get off the MAGA thing, that what MAGA stands for hmm. for the average American— is a balanced budget uh no race-based anything we're all equal we're all judged on content of character and um low taxes and he said furthermore he said so let's talk about this guy who keeps espousing MAGA and he mentioned Trump and he said Trump was right about NATO the other countries are now paying yeah. their dues and this is
0: this is no this is no right wing guy either this guy's no
2: no
1: jd diamonds no no yeah. and and so and, and then he went down a long list he you know the economy was up oil was down i mean in, unemployment was down uh you know things were humming along pretty good low taxes and uh, you know he he put it out there and he said so for you to demonize for us here at the WF to demonize MAGA as something Hitlerian or something, you know, that's uh, racist is is crazy. And and it was good to hear, refreshing to hear. Somebody tell the somebody truth. Somebody say that, for yeah, God's somebody sake. Somebody tell the truth. and Somebody tell me a single on the other side. So now we have people responding on our Facebook page. This is great. So somebody give me a specific thing that... Trump did in the propagation of white supremacy or one thing he did. They're
0: going to pull a statement out of context. They're going to say some speech here, actual policy.
1: I'm talking about policy and I'm talking about if you read everything in context, one thing he did to, uh, to centralize power in DC or to create a, a fourth Reich. We had a guy on our guys. We had a guy on our page accuse us of propagating a fourth Reich. And I just, I'm I'm coming apart here over that. So I'm like, dude, 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 fourth Reich. Do you know what you're talking about? Nazi Germany, like right. with their policies, Davos, there is Davos nothing.
0: Is the yeah. fourth right that uh, that's what's so crazy to me. So, that's right. So fascism is where the government controls the private industry Hello? and the business, right? And what that's exactly what these people are doing. It except they're doing. I mean, th- this is it.
1: Well, and, Biden is suppressing speech. He sends out members of the government to meet with big tech and ask them to suppress their platform speech on their platforms. Mm-hmm. That is government action. Yes. And that's what well, that what judge a, in Louisiana said. The federal judge. He said this was federal. This was government action to suppress the First Amendment. Well, this this Flat out. what
0: Diamond was saying. That's sort Biden. of dovetails with something that Jordan Peter Jordan Peterson. I think it was on um, uh, Bill Maher's show a couple of years back, a, a long time back.
1: Oh, they had great debate. And
0: and he no. he made a comment. And he's just like, all right, one thing, guys, about Trump. What do you do about like the fifty percent of the population that yeah. supports him, right? And you know, it, it Peterson wasn't necessarily defending the fifty percent that that uh, supports Trump, nor is he impugning him. All he was saying is like, look, people, this is half your country, right? And you're talking down to them as if they're idiots, right. morons, right. fascists. Like now they're calling us fat. They're call- like this guy on Facebook calling me a fascist.
1: Um, Are you kidding? He me? doesn't
0: know the first thing about me no. in the first place. Right. But uh, you know, I'm not. And and. So if you if you support a Trump for whatever reason, even if you just like, all right, these both these choices aren't the greatest. I'm going to take the one that I think is going to do the less damage. Right. I mean, or pres- like, you know, it, you're now I'm a fascist only because of that choice. It's so insane to me. And it is so it's totally um, Stalinistic.
1: Insane. If we were fascists, we would have deleted that guy's comment on our Facebook page. Right. Sure. It's still there. Right. I think it's great. Well, it's still there. If
2: we were fascists, we wouldn't be doing this show as we are doing it. That's oh, right. Yeah. We wouldn't be asking for input. We'd be exactly. Telling we, would dic- it we would dictate this is what it's got to be. This well, is besides but, that, know. we're yeah. putting
1: our nuggies on the line. When when you yeah, state yeah. your opinion and your pro-speech and you're pro-democracy you know, now, like you're targeted.
0: Well, look, yeah. I have done yeah. nothing my entire career but fight the power of the government yeah. on behalf of the little man. Right. I have done it my entire career. Me too. You know, I, people get in trouble, whether they're guilty, whether they're innocent. I go into court and I make sure that they're treated fairly. Right. And, you know, there could be nothing more anti-fascist than that. No question. I take the power of the government. I question it at every single level. And if you happen to be the one that thinks that you can wield that power specter and and right. do it without killing 100 million people, right. well, then I don't believe you.
1: Well, <laughs> right? you know? and, and what side is trying to take people off the ballot? and not allow Democratic well, organs to function. This is what Diamond
0: says, this is what Diamond says, and is what We saying. We, we have is.
1: now like six states that are waiting for the Supreme Court to decide on so, this disqualification yeah. on the ballot thing. What could be more anti-democratic than taking choices away from the American people of who the hell they want to vote for? After- and I'm voting for DeSantis, by the way. I'm not a Trump guy, so don't give me that bullshit either.
0: Well, look, if— I- I, I had this conversation-slash-discussion-slash-debate with my eye doctor, of all people, shortly after January 6th happened. Did, did you see eye-to-eye, eye, then? We didn't see eye-to-eye. Eye. He, he, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, he had the magnifying glass, so he had an advantage. Um, but we're, we're sitting there talking, I finally I asked a similar question to what you just asked, Norm. I just asked, all right, so tell me one thing that Trump did to, to deprive you of any individual freedom or right.
1: What are you talking about?
0: And it took him a long time. He just stared at me. He goes, well, I guess he tried to take our right to vote away. I said, no, he went to court. He went to court and tried to challenge the election and lost. All right, so how else would you want to do that? And you could say, I guess, in the extreme that that's what you think he was trying to do on January 6th. But, you know, that, that I don't want to get, go down that right. debate. Mm. But, like, you know, you could still post stuff on social media during Trump's era, no matter what side you were yeah. on. Oh, you could still time. write whatever you wanted. Oh, big you, time. He wouldn't have used the government to throttle your speech on any of the social media platforms. He didn't try to control what no. the media said. In fact, he he invited press conferences. He, he was like... Um, like he he thrives on that debate. He thrives on the criticism. Sure. Like he wanted the people against him at the press conference. He was totally so he could, so he could argue with.
1: Them, totally right? free speech. How many press conferences has Biden done? Yeah, yeah. He's the most absent president, you know, in lead, modern history. Look, I feel horrible. Actually, I
0: you know you, you pray for the man now because you just he's, I don't wish him, physically I, capable right. anymore. I don't yeah. wish him. Ill. He can't even get yeah. off the stage. Right. So look, yeah. you know, this, this perception that somehow Trump deprived you of individual freedoms is nonsense, right? It's utter nonsense. Uh, and, and, and somehow it's become the talking point on the other side. And I think that's what diamond is well, saying. It's like, that's right. You can't tell all the people that supported him that they're fascist because look at the facts because they don't feel that
1: way. That's right. right. They want, they want, a, he, he said, Trump, and he also mentioned immigration diamond did. Yeah. He said, Trump. Trump had a handle on the immigration problem. Or at least was trying. And he, and he said, it's unsu- what's going on now is unsustainable.
0: And then this political fanfare, or this political seesaw that is getting played, where now the Dems are saying, well, here's our proposal, and if it's it's a Republican problem. And I actually heard, what's her name, uh... Who's this press secretary for Biden? Oh, Jean KJP. Pierre. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah,
0: she's like, yeah. she blames Trump for the for the immigration <laughs> problem. Know, I'm <laughs> and it's like, and I the Dems that. are saying, well, look, because the Republicans won't agree to this, it's their fault. And I'm like, but did you see what they're proposing to deal with this? It's like right. the same, more of the same. Right. Let people in and then then make it easier for them not to show up for their hearings. You know, it's like it, it's so absurd. Right.
2: Yeah. And, and, and it's like, quit passing the buck. I mean, I remember what, three years in Trump was throwing some. I don't remember the specifics, but he threw it back at. Well, it was the the the, the previous administration one. You've had three years. You got three years. Stop passing. Even if president it does problem, it? God, stop passing the damn buck. Even if that's yeah. the case,
0: it's now your problem to fix. Right. And and you got to fix it. So look, yeah. it, it, for Biden to say that he's not responsible for the border is lunacy. He actually ran on that platform. Yeah. They, they were they were they were amassing at the borders, waiting on the election, so they could cross. It's it's just such Orwellian nonsense.
1: There was so much more that Trump wanted to do on the border, but he did not have any cooperation from Republicans or Democrats. Now look on his proposals,
0: and look to those who would call me and you or any of us. Um, they did not finance the wall, whatever. for example, like,
1: just a few miles of
0: it. I'm not a big fan of how much money Trump spent. He did a lot of things that I wasn't uh, his. Well, I think his handling, handling of especially. COVID was it was insane to me. Right. Um, you know, I didn't. So it's not Gave like a I'm medal all a I just try to call it like I see it, you <laughs> yeah, know. Right. And, so this is a, I don't know where you got going up next, Norm, but it, like we've talked about...
1: Well, let's go back to Peterson, if you don't mind. You brought up Jordan.
0: Okay, yeah, he had a problem, or he it, had his, his case was finally... Yeah, uh, why don't
1: you go ahead, Steve? You probably know yeah. that, you know... I, I don't know all the, the news, news, but whatever, the news whatever high
0: court in yes. Canada mm-hmm. that was reviewing his suspension from the practice of psychology mm-hmm. has affirmed it. So it basically what uh, Jordan Peterson, uh, the Canadian authorities, accuse, or, or his licensing bureau... So here we would have like the medical hmm. board, professional or the pharmaceutical board, or yes, the psychological board.
1: board. They, they the boarded him board. to a re-education camp. They essentially. Had to, he
0: had to go be re-educated about sensitivity or whatever else. And it was because not of what he did in his professional practice, but what he said in his podcast and in the media. Yeah. And right. so basically, they said, "We don't agree with what you're saying. So now you've got to go be, be re-educated, or we're taking your license." Right. And Peterson, of course, said, "No,
1: no, right,
0: no, yeah." you can order it and i won't do it you can take everything and i'll give it i think his, his quote was something like there is nothing that i care enough about uh, not to you could take and you a, can and take anything this battle that's right,
2: right. did not the nazis do that well, yeah
0: I did I, look. I don't know. I'm trying to. Did they? I thought there was some kind of like
2: reprogram. You know. Oh sure. If you sure. were, yeah, if you oh, were sure. part of the stream, but yeah. you kind of left. Going. Okay, come back in here. We're going to retool your brain a little well, bit. Stalin did it. The yeah. Nazis yeah. just called them education camps. Right.
1: Like I just looked the, at this. The, I, thought, somebody I just, just go
0: read the Gulag Archipelago. Oh
1: exactly. I just read this stat. The Nazis, over the course of their 12 year run, had 44,000. Just let that number sink in. 44,000 re-education facilities.
2: Forty.
1: 44,000. But
0: look, this is, this, <laughs> is, this is ubiquitous in corporate America now. You have to go to sensitivity training. Oh, you have yeah. to oh, go yeah. to these classes. Yeah. You have to talk about, like particularly after the BLM stuff came out a few years ago. It's like the guys were getting this, sent off to these uh, education programs yeah. to be reprogrammed right. on how you look at things. I mean, this is scary, scary stuff. So
1: Buchenwald, for example, Buchenwald, Uh, started out as a re-education camp where you sent Germans who were not patriotic enough Mm -hmm. to suit the Nazis, who weren't nationalistic enough, right? And they would go uh, dig trenches and, you know, take this pile of rocks and put it over there and then bring them back Mm -hmm. and, you know, busy work like that. And they would reintroduce them into society after their education, you know, in three or or six months or a year. But of course, what did it eventually turn into? A death camp, yeah, concentration camp, right. because that's where it goes. Yeah. That's yeah. a progression. Yeah. But anyway, Jordan
0: mm-hmm. Peterson's case, he appealed up to their highest court, and they up, they upheld a suspension. And you know,
1: so you, Steve, you want you want to laugh her? I think I know the specific broadcast content that got him in trouble, and it was with women. Okay, and what it was was about how society is getting away from the idea of what is attractive. To men and trying to insert this idea, just like Mr. Wexner's company did in his show recently, Mm -hmm. where you take oversized women and you try to say that's a healthy body style. You're lying, And, and 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 you're lying. And so, what Peterson was saying wasn't that he he disliked these women or that they weren't valuable people. He was simply saying they are being trotted out there, you know, fat dumpy, out of shape and being told that that's acceptable. It's not for their health. Well, it's very unacceptable. Look that's heart attack stuff, that's diabetes. and that's all he was trying to say. Mm. And instead they turned that into fat shaming. yeah and th- and that his license ought to be pulled because think, he's not sensitive. I think
0: you're right. I think that's what what they quoted, but it was yeah. I, clearly it was the tip of the iceberg. Like they had been after
1: him for Oh yeah, for, oh, for right. The, but that, right. Um, right. that was a pretext. Um,
0: that was a pretext for it. Yeah, but sir. you know, it's in, the 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 or the weight thing is interesting because if you go back and look at say um renaissance type paintings the women are always heavier, particularly the, the right. royalty women are always heavier and it was, it was a sign was, of opulence. It was a sign of opulence and, right. and, and wealth and
1: Paul Rubens paintings. Yeah. A classic mm-hmm. example yeah. where and, they're very fleshy. Yeah.
0: Yep. And right. you know that went, even if you look back to Marilyn Monroe, she was quite voluptuous or uh or yeah. well, the buxom would be the word I suppose yeah. but yeah. uh you know a little bit heavier. Jane Mansfield. Jane Mansfield. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the, the like the ideal certainly changes. And I'm I'm talking this through from all viewpoints. Yeah. Because you know what becomes attractive uh, changes and right now there's this thing towards the dad bods. You know the guys are not me, of course, but you know the <laughs> dad bods. I'm not in shape like I used to be, and you're a dad, so you don't have time and you're working and whatever. So right. like it's sort of the same thing, but and that is sort of catching on. And I, you know, it, it, I guess it's not impossible that what becomes attractive in a society can change and is fungible. But what you're saying is Jordan Peterson wasn't saying that. He was saying. You're lying to these people and telling them it's okay and right, healthy when right, we know that it's not. Right. And I think it's equally unhealthy to go over the top and be these fitness the craves. other direction. Absolutely. There, there's, there's yes. this, you know, zero percent body fat and everything else. I mean, right. that's not a healthy way to live. No,
1: either. anorexia Anor- is not right. attractive. <laughs> but, but don't
0: don't piss down my neck and tell me it's raining, as right. Josie Wales would say.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. right. Well, it's a shame. You know, mm. it's a shame, and they don't. Uh, they do have a bill of rights in Canada, but it's not enforced and they passed it something like 35 years ago it was a big deal and it was the first president trudeau under his administration where they passed the canadian bill of rights ensuring the right to free speech but man they do not their court system does not enforce their bill of hmm. rights like ours does or i hope ours continues well, to
2: yeah, do. yeah continues to do exactly you know?
0: so have you have you just as a quick aside yeah. have you have you uh watched any speeches or heard interviews of Pierre? or whatever the guy is, who's running against Trudeau. Uh,
1: no, I have not. Go
0: yeah. check him out. He's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's a classic libertarian, and he calls it like he sees it. So wow. it's like uh, cool. okay. there's one reason an apple orchard eating apples, and uh, the, the whoever's interviewing him is like, so how do you explain the fact that um, so many fascists or or right-wing extremists are, are following you? And he's like, who exactly is, is that? And he keeps chomping on his apple. Well, you know, but just everybody knows. No, no, no. You said it. Who, who, who are you talking about? And what, what right wing tendencies are you talking about? Like he just stops him at every second, and calls him out, and his speeches on their floor of their of their uh, parliament. Parliament, right? Is uh, they're great. He goes wow. back and forth with. Um, so he's you know, an office Trudeau. holder now. Yeah, he's the Conservative okay.
1: Party leader.
2: Wow, that's fantastic. is there an election this year? I don't know when it's coming. Okay, out. okay. So um, man, that
1: guy's been president of Canada for a long time now. Yeah, seems and, like and it. I don't know I don't know, I don't leave leave know how home. it works or what yeah, the system either. is. Yeah. But anyway,
0: it's worth watching because he's okay. sort of like the Argentina guy, you know, he's just calling it like he sees it. The, the point is there's a little bit of a backlash going on against Specter and their evil world takeover efforts, and not the least of which is I think shifting gears. I yeah. mean, you probably got some Ohio news. Oh, yeah, I think sure. the the New England Fisherman case is the most significant US Supreme Court case. That we are going to see it's fantastic. in our time.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it gets yeah. decided the right way, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So you would say, okay. what do
0: a bunch of fishermen have to do with the most ex- significant case? Well, so what happens is we have learned in our country to let the administrative state govern. Um, and anybody who's listened to me in this show and any other show or any other talk or dinner or whatever, I believe that this is the downfall of freedom in our country. And this is the biggest threat to democracy, is the rise of the administrative state. And when Trump said, I'm going to go drain the swamp, I don't think he had any idea of what he was really grappling with here, how much power the administrative state has. And one of the regulatory bodies, I forget which one it is, the, the purveyor, purveyor of safe fishing, we'll call it, mm-hmm. some administrative Yeah, fish management, body,
2: fish management something like that. Yeah.
0: Um, that operates under the—so you know, we have three branches of government, guys. We have the legislative, the judicial, and the executive. And then we have this weird little fourth branch called the administrative. And if you go back to like, um, um, uh, uh, who was uh, 1900 president? Uh, Woodrow? Cal- Woodrow Wilson. Okay. And he sort of said, "Look, we don't need. You know, we can we can rule. We can create these administrative bodies, and we'll just decide everything by policy." So he basically creates the administrative state. Yeah. And that has grown to be this behemoth, this leviathan. Yeah. Ironically, is. You could even take
1: it back to Andy Jackson and the uh, Bank of America. Yes, you can. You could could go back that far.
0: And it's directly linked. But irrespective of that history, the point is now um, the administrative bodies like ATF um, or this administrative agency we're talking about, they just promulgate rules.
1: Or the DOT, transportation.
0: Department of Transportation. Energy. Yes. I mean, they just Department go... Department of Energy. They right? just go off... EPA is a very notorious one So, Steve,
1: can I just do a real thumbnail? Yes. And then back to you. So, th- little thumbnail for people that don't know. There is a huge... Up in Steve's law library, if, if it was physically present, he's probably got it all electronic. But if you laid out the statutes of the United States from inception to the present day, and you lined them all up on a bookshelf... And then you laid out all the code of federal regulations. The CFR, they call it. The CFR that's been promulgated and enabled by the, the legislation. It would far outstrip the amount of paper uh, the, by, by like orders of magnitude in terms of the size of that library. And those are considered laws. The regulations, it sounds soft, Right. Those are laws that you can go to jail. I mean, you can you can lose your home. Yeah. The, the ba- really bad things can happen when Congress has not passed that law, but they've passed an enabling law that creates the Department of Transportation. And then the Department of Transportation makes it illegal for you to say, remove your bumper or move
2: the height of your bumper. And if you do that, you go to jail. So that though that, that long bookshelf Became that, code that of long, federal regulation. Became, became that long because of change of administration. Be, because every of, four or eight years, no, it became, not necessarily. No, not because necessarily. Because of different administration walking in it's, and kind of sometimes changing way they not, look not, at things.
0: So no, no, no. Here's what happens: the, oh. the administrative agencies themselves have rulemaking power. They get to make their own. So rules. it's not really
2: affected by who's in who's in the White House. It is because okay. the
0: White House, the the administrative state of government. That branch of government sits under the executive branch. Right. That's right. So the executive influences it directly. So here's how this plays out. And it may be that the executive branch or the president would say, uh, hey, you guys go pass, pass a rule like forgiving student loans and sign some executive order and say,
1: go do it. One mm-hmm. half of a trillion dollars by yep. executive action Biden tried to do in yes. the Supreme Court shut him down.
0: And so it may be directly influenced that way, but mm-hmm. a lot of times what happens is the rule's already in place. And this happens a lot in the world of gun regulation the, and maybe even in some tax regulation mm-hmm. stuff. The rule is already in place and it just depends on how any particular, say a different uh, uh, party is in power, how they want to interpret the rule. So exactly. you could look back at bump stocks and under one president, they were right. getting enforced as perfectly well, fine and the other, they're yeah. illegal and against the stay,
1: law. Stay with student debt. So what the Supreme Court found was that Biden's pretext for forgiving one half of a trillion dollars of student debt, what he tried to get away with, was based on COVID, COVID yeah, legislation offering relief, offering relief for had interest nothing rates. to do with uh, education uh, loans at all, and yes. it was a, it was really a, a, uh, they prostituted, if if you will, the the language. Of the enabling law to cover something that wasn't even in that subject matter mm-hmm, over to student right. debt. So the first time, and the here, Supreme Court said, hey, that's a bridge too far.
0: You can't do it. Mm-hmm. So the first time I defended a case in federal court and I'm like, all right, what's the law? And I, pu- I want to pull out the United States Code and say, what's my client accused of? And this is going way back 25, 30 years. I, look, I try to look up the law under which my client is charged. So what did he do? And I didn't find it there, lo and behold. It's in the CFR. Yeah, it's a mm. so it's like wait a minute, I don't get it. Yeah, how do, how is this a crime? And I had to really it took and people looked at me like I was stupid, and I was like I don't understand. Yeah, and I had to figure all this stuff out. Sure. So it it comes down to how an administrative agency is interpreting a rule, mm-hmm. and you can be prosecuted or not prosecuted based on who's in power. Happens all the time. Right. All the time. Happens all the time.
2: And the IRS and or the no ATF or e- EP, EPA has been in the news for that so quite EPA a while. So, 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 it, so it, yeah. when, I,
1: when I was be, beginning in law school, they had a fairly rigid process, Brett, where what they would do, they would do a notice of, uh, of, of, of intent. To, to pass a, a new regulation, okay. okay? It was like an advance notice, and they would invite the public in Congress and any Tom, Dick, and Harry to write in or appear at a hearing yeah. and make a comment on, say, a new Internal Revenue uh, Service regulation. Well as this thing has become streamlined and greased because the chevron case for example scalia we should, we'll wrote we talking about chevron here in a minute scalia mm-hmm. wrote the opinion in 1984 now he's he's very he was a very conservative justice but b- back at that time the notice of intent to pass a regulation people were following at least the general outline of what they should yeah. biden for example, in the last three years has just rolled over the notice of advanced publication and, and they're just putting in regulations Mm. with no hearings, no advanced notices, no opportunity to comment, no opportunity to even read this crap. It's just, the and next day, executive, executive under, order,
0: basically. The executive order is doing it okay. under this, I mean, you some talk perceived about, emergency powers in various uh, places. You talk about
1: Hitler shit.
0: Yeah, no, it's this I is mean, come tri- on. It's an authoritarian form of government. Damn, I mean, it's
1: dictatorship.
0: And it, it's like it's been going on now for far too long, and the Chevron Doctrine was designed... This was, you're right. It was a Scalia case. And basically they said, we're going to give due deference to the administrative right. agencies to figure it out. So Congress will say, all right, we don't want to figure all this out. We're going to, we want to pass a law that protects the oceans. Yeah. And then they punt it over to the department of oceans and say, yeah, promulgate the rules right. and give them due deference. Right. Well, now that's under attack. And I've said this, I said, watch out what you watch out what you're doing, Mr. Biden, that's because right. what you're going to do is you're going to tee up for this court. An opportunity to to gut the administrative state and that's what we have right now mm-hmm. I hope they do I you're but you and I texted earlier on this I don't think they will I think I don't think they will I either. think they'll they'll exercise quote judicial restraint and only yeah. resolve this particular issue right. um, and I think mm-hmm. you're probably right Roberts will be this the the, the nope. middle uh bridge the gap and right. not do anything too far right but if if it, it it only is a half step closer though it'll keep going because Biden has gone too far he's abused the power
1: Here's the specifics of the fisherman thing. It's kind of it's kind of it, it shows you how it just barrels out of control. Yep. So they said in the legislation on herring fishing that the federal government had the right to put inspectors right on the boat. Yep, right there and the, on the and boat.
0: And the fishermen had to pay for it.
1: Well, that came later. Oh, okay. Yeah. See that's Well, the inspectors had to pay for it. No, well, no, 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 no. At first, yeah. it was first. No, the regulation. Oh, okay. I got backwards. The that's regulation right. at yeah. first was we have the right to put an inspector on your boat. And the fishermen are like, okay, uh, no, we're now not. I can't drink my uh, Black oh, right, yeah, right, my right, black right. Jack Daniels while I'm skippering, sure. but okay, yeah. you know, we'll go along with that. And then a few years later, they decided to file suit because the regulation got interpreted that they had to pay for it. Not only uh-huh. allow an inspector on the boat, but they had to pay, pay reimburse in- the federal government for this inspector. And they're like, Hey man, we can't afford that, you know. Like, right. and that in Congress never authorized that. Congress simply said, "figure you're out." A, you're allowed to figure out how to regulate herring fishing mm. in the, the same North Atlantic.
0: Is going there's another one percolating down with the shrimp the shrimp boats in yep. uh, on the southern coast, right? Um, and they they are now mandated to have certain safety nets so they don't snag sea yep. turtles. Yep. And you know, studies one of the things that generally speaking, administrative regulations. If you're going to explore the rulemaking power of the administrative body, uh, there has to be some notice. Like you said, Norm, there has to be an opportunity, generally speaking, yeah. for those to comment on it. And then it has to be a reasonably related rule to a
1: problem. All right. ANPR, Advanced Notice of Proposed Regulation. Yeah. And I then, think it then it's got to be
0: rationally related. Yeah. That's right. um, and so here down there, what down there in the shrimp boats are saying, look, there's been in the history of shrimp boating, there's been two sea turtles caught snagged in nets. Um, so there's no problem that they're trying to the the problem they're trying to fix is nonsense anyway and by the way that's too
2: too many that's too too many
0: (laughs) and by the way sea turtles are flourishing down there apparently I don't know this to be true but that's their argument and well, warmer water—it's costing them. Sure. A f- it's costing these fishermen a fortune. They can't do it. It's putting yeah, the yeah. industry out of business.
1: Wet turtle T-shirt contest—I can see why they'd go south.
0: <laughs> so, what? What the Supreme Court is reviewing here is whether this regulatory interpretation is constitutional. See, but I think Norm—they don't take that case. Generally speaking, yeah. Unless they're going to do something bigger with it. I think what that. What what?
1: Um, so the Maine lobstermen, Steve, another good example is the Coast Guard in league with the EPA and you know other regulatory bodies has decided that they think the lobstermen are maybe over over fishing. So what they've done, rather than address that directly, they've put a speed limit. You can only go so many knots out into the Atlantic and so many knots per hour back. And what the lobstermen are saying, what they're trying to do, right, is reduce our range. so that we can only get halfway out
2: to where the lobsters
1: are. So, yeah, before it's sundown and it's too dangerous or whatever, and we got to come back in. How
2: How can you not control the numbers coming in? They do deer hunting. You got a you get a tag. You get, right. get You can just say you're only allowed to catch X
0: amount of lobsters, Or right.
2: so, or, or it has to be a certain size, right? You know, or size, size, and that goes whatever. But whatever. they don't yeah. want to
0: do that. They want to put them out of business. That's right. And, uh, and this well, is a subterfuge to put them out of business. It's a
2: subterfuge.
1: Oh my
0: gosh. And
1: uh, and this is the kind of stuff that people are just like in everything. Farming. You talk to a rancher. If it rains real hard and there's a puddle, somebody comes along from the federal government and says, well, "That's a body of water now."
0: Yeah, now, and, and
1: you you cannot uh, put a tile underneath that part of your field and drain it because, you know, once every 10 years, a puddle will establish itself. There'll be a few, uh, right. you know, tadpoles and some These frogs. are the
0: regulatory things <laughs> that are putting our industries out of business. So when people say, why is gasoline so high? Because they're doing this. They're putting these kind of yokes on all levels of, of uh, oil drilling and transportation. Absolutely. You know, like the, and I don't even know what they are, but it's like every layer of industry is getting yoked with some regulatory nightmare that they can't comply with. Or if they do comply with it, it costs them a fortune. Right. So, you know, it's not just that they're raising prices. It's just that their margins are getting thinner right. and thinner and thinner and thinner because of this crap. And, you know, and like when the shrimp boats, they're saying, we're going out of business. So like your shrimp, guess what's going to happen when you go, to Red Lobster.
1: Yeah.
0: Your lobster is going to cost twice as much. And your shrimp is going to cost twice as mm-hmm. much. And you're going to say, these damn people, they're, you know, you're going to hear people screaming, oh, they're just gouging us. And it's like, no, it, it's not. Yeah. Do you think out of the blue, like today, they, they decided, guess what? We're going to rip off the American public and start charging triple for lobsters and shrimp. It's like, no. No. Right. No. The market's bearing that yeah. price. And if it didn't, the restaurant next door would charge less.
2: Right. That's right. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, there's... A lot more to come. I mean, the the whole green energy thing, it, 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 c- Congress hasn't passed a single law to enact any of these policies yeah. on electric vehicles, on, uh, you know, the pipelines, on sure. any, on solar.
0: Well, get back solar. to the, the bigger picture that we're None talking about is Windmills. what you just brought up is that we have three branches of government. Yes. The executive branch, the judicial branch, and the legislative branch. It seems to me, Norm, this is your bailiwick, not mine, but it seems to me that all our Congress does anymore is bicker about stuff, call hearings to grandstand, and then argue about one big omnibus bill on how much money we're going to spend and how much right. we're going to raise the debt, right. and then punt everything else off to these administrative bodies right. while they go home to their warm fires at Christmas time right. and uh, and and hang out with their spouses who are employed by China.
1: And that's why people call it the uni party. Yeah, And that, you know, because, because really in this so I've been a lifelong Republican. My dad was a Republican, you know, and his father was a Democrat union steward. So, you know, we've been on both sides, but my point is that something fundamentally has gone wrong with the Republican party. And that is partially why Trump is so popular is because he's trying to bring common sense back in to a party that's totally lost its way. The Republican Party today, and I got a great example here in Ohio that we can go into. Uh, We brought up some last week on the housing stuff. But the Republican Party now is just a party that argues with the Democrats about how much to raise the taxes Mm -hmm. and how much to fund some silly program or some designer thing that virtue signals about how much they care about some isolated problem instead of letting the market work. Right. And and a good example here in Ohio is this thing that uh, representative he's the he's the house majority leader uh, for the state of Ohio. His name's Bill Seitz. I like Bill Seitz. He's from Cincinnati. I know him. He's been in the house for like 24 years or something. He's, He's been he's been in Columbus a long time representing people from District 30. He proposed just last week to pay Ohio students from kindergarten to ninth grade to pay them to go to school.
2: Saw so that. Yeah. In
1: addition to to giving them, uh, yeah, I yeah, know. Steve. Yeah, I know. In addition know. to giving them books, providing them a teacher. To pay them. Uh, those that, in that, cash.
2: That, that those that are, Inherently, always not there. They want them to pay to come to school. So then you got to pay them all. If you just pay right. the and tru- then you got to pay the people that don't show up a little
0: bit more, and then you got to pay the so, rest the same. So can you imagine? You're, end?
2: You're, you're you're a ninth grader. This is and, a Republican and, and, bill, and, guys. Yeah. And, and sitting here with so i one one out of two out of your class of 33 two out of your class of 33 are getting paid to be there
1: so you got paid to be there you gotta pay them
2: and you're saying well wait a minute johnny and and in april they're getting paid 500 dollars this year to be here what is my cash i want to be here too right i want to be here either
1: i'm here every day because i go to school because my parents tell me that i have to respect them and their choices let's reward
0: bad behavior it's exactly
1: on, it's on it's 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 out of control like it's pay the nuts. people that go so steve like you always say there's usually a law that already exists there are truancy laws Right, right.
2: just
0: enforce them yes it, Duh. And, and if you can't figure out a mechanism where you can yes
2: you know this Hello? is this. yeah so yeah here here are the specifics districts could apply for the program naming up to two school buildings with chronic absentee rates that put them in the top quartile 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 wow. excuse me the state would pick at least one urban and one rural district to participate half of the kindergartners and half of the ninth graders so it's really only two grades but half of kindergartens half of the ninth graders would be in a control group which would be which would not get payments while the other half would receive the cash incentive. So let's let's do a little litmus test. You know, play oh, one how's, group against how another that here. Go yeah, down. exactly. Right. Districts would test three options for students that hit ninety percent attendance or higher. Twenty-five dollar payments for every two weeks, and one hundred fifty dollar payment at the end of the quarter, and five hundred at the end of the school year. I, I can't remember. Where did they pull this crap who, out who of who their? Who thinks ass? that this is even remotely a good I, idea? I, mean, I know. It's, I, it's, it's crack commercial. Pipe stuff. I
0: forget the commercial, but it was like they would take a kid and they would like do something unfair to him. And then he's next to somebody else who gets all like the cookie. It's right. like, And they're looking like, wait a minute, where's mine? This yeah. is stupid. Well, and, and, they're exactly. also, and
2: they're also calling for high school graduation bonuses. Graduates could earn $250 upon I mean. graduation, plus 250 for a grade point above a B or better. Graduates with a GPA of 3.5 would receive 750
0: You know what you get for graduating high school right now? A degree. A degree.
1: Right. That's your bonus. And if your parents... My God. If you're not raised in a household that values education... I don't know how you fix that, but it's not by paying certain kids and the other kids. It's like, what would happen in the, in the, what would happen in the cafeteria if, if every student gets, I don't know what a, a, a an apple, but the really bad kids who are truant, they get like uh, Fritos or they get yeah. Doritos or some kind of junk food that everybody else would like, but you know, gosh, yeah, you're giving me a bruised apple.
0: It's like, can you imagine? There'll be total chaos. If I were paid to go to school and just be there, I—I I mean, think, yeah. think of the debacle that causes in a classroom.
1: Yeah. Right. It's you're like, just going to check out.
0: You're yeah. going to check well, out, or or yeah. or worse, make it disru- make it to create disruptions enough that everybody else gets sure. screwed.
2: Because you know what kids are getting paid. You know what kids Oh, they'll brag paid. about it. Of course. Exactly. Oh, so, they'll so, brag about so it. Here the, My daddy got
0: a whole 500. Uh, you know, here are
2: the stats 24% of white children were chronically absent during the 2021 22 academic year, but that number doubled for black children. Okay. Okay. Urban school districts have So, the it's high, race related. It though. is race related. Um, to so we've talking about this as racist. Yeah. So. I know, I, and that's what my mind was going to before you brought this up. But it's like, but if we wanted to look at stats, here's what the state says: urban school districts have the highest rate of chronic absenteeism. Okay, so
0: why it, is that? You would have to say why, why? is that, and then and can so let just, the just throw money at it. It'll though. look good if we throw. It'll money look
2: at. good. We'll yeah. all feel good at the end of the day. Yeah. We that's both, right. we, uh, you know, Mr. Sites and, 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 voting and me I can, I, I can send. We did something good because it was we crossed the aisle because I'm a Republican and Danny, you're. Democrat, we did yep. something good the, today. As
0: Thomas Sowell says, these kind of programs yeah. are never gauged based on the outcome, only the intent. Yeah, that's right. You know, so our intent is to fix this problem, so we're good. Pat, you know,
2: and, he, right. and again, it's a pilot program, so yep. let's add one more thing yep. that yep. the school districts have to do. And the right. taxpayers have to fund. And it has nothing to do with education, edu- educating the kids. Exactly it has right. nothing to do with it.
1: That's right. Nothing. There I used think. to be truancy officers what they that do. would go out and find kids oh, yeah. during the school. Remember day. our
0: gang? Yeah, <laughs> you're, out th- you're out playing hooky, and the truancy guy would come along with his little dog catcher net, and, right? And take it. Right. right. It
1: was a real thing, man.
0: We're gonna go play fish hooky, and right.
1: no, and then the parents would get in trouble the parents would get fined. They would be hauled in front of a magistrate. I think that
0: still exists. I mean, mean, the the laws are still in the books. I used to do truancy cases. I'd like to
1: see the stats. I'd like to bring the FOP guy in, you know, our friend. I'd like to bring him back in here and ask Brian, hey, Brian Steele from the FOP, who's a great guy. It's not his policy Mm -hmm. to do this. He's representing the officers. But he would probably know how many truancy officers there are and how many arrests or whatever you want to call it, collars, right. are made. Yeah. It so, would be an interesting So there's this, it,
2: there's this it, attendanceworks.org actually says that money is probably not the best way to go. Maybe extra recess time or competition between classrooms can be more of a powerful modification. Oh, but, but, but I can live with that. <laughs> I mean seriously, let's not I throw know. money at it, but let's go. Okay, if it's an extra recess, I'm, t- you know, how simple can it?
0: But, but it's but better the, than money. I'll give you that. But the
2: simple answer, it's a simple answer if you think about it. Look, extra the, recess time. Okay, cool. Give them five extra minutes. So the
1: bad kids get extra recess. I, mean, yeah. I mean,
2: I mean, you're putting you're yeah. putting the
1: enticements on the wrong side. Of the you are head. though. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's like why not I punish? Know. Look, if you if the goal I is know. to get everybody to go to school, then make everybody go to school. And if you can't make everybody go to school, then change the goal, right? You know, it's like, I. I, I,
1: How about this? Once a week, if you have perfect attendance on Friday, anybody who's got perfect attendance maybe gets a slice of pizza. Oh, yeah. The same thing as recess time. Yeah. I mean, why why not a reward for doing the right thing instead of a reward for doing the wrong thing? Right. We
0: used to have those pizza parties. Remember that? Sure. Like you, you sell yeah. the you, you we bring got in the most cans for donation. You get a yeah. pizza party. We
2: got Cincinnati right. Reds right. tickets.
1: Yeah. So if you graduated with uh, whatever it was yeah. and
0: GPA for
2: tickets, yeah, yeah, that
0: exactly. is fun. Yeah. Who, who can't we? Uh, I'd like to hear Marino's viewpoint on this. We had him that would
2: here, be good. He'd, he'd have
0: some interesting thoughts right. on this. Being he, a right. businessman, because yeah. well,
2: and he did a lot with the higher education piece to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good I'd, I'd like yeah. to hear. I'd like to hear Bernie's thoughts on yeah. this. Mm. Well. Yes
1: um he's trump's pick very likely we could get him back so we, we will, let's work on that um i it, it so the senate has i think another week uh to override house bill 68 so and pe- oh on dewine's um, yeah uh, so people are okay. expecting that uh uh jim jordan our congressman uh here well, well hold on hold on before uh-huh. you go there go ahead, let's
0: man. we didn't quite finish on um, on yeah. chevron
1: so, oh, oh yeah, right. By right, all right, means, yeah.
0: We so what's at stake here? Just to to wrap that up and, yeah. and tie it up in a bow. What's at stake here is whether the U.S. Supreme Court is going to get rid of the Chevron deference doctrine, where state or administrative agencies rather have deference and they can just they, it'll limit their rulemaking interpretive power and maybe even the rulemaking power and basically give teeth back to the Administrative Procedure Act, where uh, there's got to be. Notice, opportunity to be heard, and and, and there's going to have to be a rational relation to the rules, and uh, the deference will go away. And that's going to basically, that's the first step in starting to gut the administrative deep state form of government. So that's why I think this is one of the most important decisions of our time. Oh, it's gigantic. I mean, far greater, more importance to me than the Roe v. Wade and all the other crap that happened. This one is it. I mean, this is cutting to the heart of how our government works. Are we going to have a three- uh, uh, three branches of government like it's intended to be? Right. Is our Congress going to do what it's supposed to do? Is our executive power going to be limited the way it's supposed to be? And is the judicial power going to do what it's supposed to do? Right. This is the heart of checks and balances in our government. Right. And right now there is no check on the administrative power.
1: So, yeah. The, anyway. the doctrine to, to restate, and, and I wrote this down word, word for word. So this is a summary of that Supreme Court case, the, the, uh, the, uh, uh Chevron. Chevron case, nineteen eighty four Scalia. Courts are to give extraordinary deference to agencies' interpretations, even when those interpretations are not included in the enabling law. Yeah. Okay. And, and what Steve has just said is that has got to come to an end. Yeah. Because if it if the intent is not expressed in the law that the Congress enabled this agency, then they've gone too far. Yeah. They need to go back to Congress and get more authority. And get right. more authority. Right?
0: Right. 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 So, yeah. but this yeah. is a first, this is like the first little yeah. pullback of that. Yeah. And, you know, look what's happened since the 80s yeah. in, in administrative state. This is the deep state has, has flourished.
1: You could say that the Supreme Court showed a direction on this when they took away uh, Biden's half a trillion. Yeah. You know,
0: I said this when people were griping about Biden's executive order. I was sitting down here and saying, yeah. I'm talking to the exchequer and some others, like even off the record, saying, Yeah, but you just wait because they're gonna push this so far right. that they're going to give the court no option but to gall- but to claw it back. Yeah. You know, and and when they claw it back, it has to be done on taking away the administrative power and that's the Chevron doctrine. Right. And then next will be uh you know, those then they'll start chipping away.
1: They're gonna they'll show a trend to start chipping away. I agree with you that they're gonna yeah. confine it to the facts and that that'll be disappointing. <clears throat> That's why I was disappointed on that race-based admissions policy. When they decided that case with the uh, Asian students, primarily yeah. uh, with uh, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, whoever else they threw in there, uh, the, the disappointment for me is there was, a, there was an opportunity for the Supreme Court to maybe make a much bigger statement and simply say, you know, guys, race should not be a criteria in any of these programs, right. like, like scholarships, who's on the sports teams, any of this, who gets into the school, but they, you know, now you've got people going back and they're retrying the same issue for high schools because the case was limited to colleges. And, and that's ridiculous.
0: And, and yeah. one more point on that's this, like for those who don't quite comprehend how dangerous this administrative power is, understand the administrative agencies get their own cops.
1: That's right. right? So right. ATF. Uh, the IRS. 80,000 new agents. agents. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes.
0: And any of those hunters know out there the DNR people. Yeah. And and the yeah. kind of power they have. Yeah. And th- there's not a real. Ohio
1: Department of Natural Resources, yes. Steve. Yeah. Oh, I'm right, sorry. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or the EPA has their investigative unit. It's like yeah. these people have power to do things yeah. that even police don't. Right. And so you know, and now we're
1: arming IRS people. And
0: for those Nazis <laughs> out there, they called Hitler would have called them brown shirts. Yeah, right. These were the brown shirts. Yeah. Right. You know, like they, they're they're not quite police officers. They're they're working directly for the executive branch of government. I mean, these are henchmen we for covered, the administrative agencies.
1: So, Steve, we covered this. Was it Marysville? I think it was Marysville, where the sheriff in for the county where Marysville's located. Forget the Union name, county. The, Union. Thank you, mm-hmm. Union County Sheriff. I believe, and we talked about it here, an IRS agent went on the front porch of, of a taxpayer, knocked on the door and demanded to be let in. And she said, no, she called nine one one. The sheriff showed up and threw the federal guy off the hell of her property. Good for him. Yeah, Mm,
0: good. And and so this is why I, this is when, when people start talking about, well, I don't mind, you know, if I. You know, everybody should follow the law. They can come uh, do you know, I blah, got nothing, blah, blah, to, blah. Hide. I nothing whoa, to hide. nothing to hide. It's like, yeah, but the, like, it, 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 the, the corruption of the government needs a check. Yeah, right. And, and if you don't check it, then they're going to do things that you don't want them to do in your house. Right.
2: They're going
0: to find things that don't exist in your house. Yeah. That would be the worst scenario. Right.
1: Right. right. Yeah. Or they're going to coerce you to admit something that yep. you didn't do because- they're going to tell you, hey, or go it's, be not, re-educated. it's not that big a deal. Just admit that you did this. Or and go and be we've re-educated." we've got ways of making it go away.
0: This was, yeah. uh, this was Javier's message at the Spectre meeting.
1: That's
2: right. Mm-hmm. Spectre. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The World Economic Forum. <laughs> right. But so, I don't know if you saw this, Norm, or not. But yeah. Apparently, Ohio must be in really good shape because now, <laughs> right. now we want, Ohio lawmakers want to require an ID to watch online porn. Did you see this? Yes, I. Yeah, did. You have to, okay. so, so you have to tell. You have to identify. Yeah, yeah Steve Palmer here. Yeah,
0: you, I'd like to sign
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So you swipe your ID into right in, in, in into your computer. So, so have, yeah. have you guys
1: ever gone on onto GunBroker yeah. or any of these right. uh, sites where there's firearms, for example? Up pops a little window. Are you at least 18 years old?
2: Yeah. So you know, I've clicked that both ways, and it doesn't seem to change what happens. It doesn't seem to change, exactly. So that's yeah.
1: what they're talking, they're
0: exactly. talking so, about. Exactly. Yeah, no, they're talking about showing an ID for porn. So yeah. Like, imagine, that couldn't be used against you in any nefarious right. way,
2: right? So, yeah, it's an effort to crack down on kids and now teens know accessing... know what Norm likes to look at. Yeah, <laughs> to crack down on kids and teens accessing porn, a bipartisan group and lawmakers, and... The lovely Lieutenant Governor John Husted, proposed legislation. It doesn't even have a number yet, but it's, it's new. It requires every porn watcher to provide an 18-plus verification. Oh, come on. Stephanie Kunze, right. so Republican it's just from Dublin, click. Bill DeMora, D- Democrat from uh. Columbus, right here, Central Ohio focus. It's so new, that, like I said, it doesn't have a number. Unbelievable, yeah. So, you know, as Houston said, this is applying the same rules for the digital world that we already have in the physical world. It's so, illegal to in the physical world to market and sell adult pro- products to kids and teenagers. I'm t- and I'd, okay. like to, I'd like to tell John, so where do the parents come in?
1: Okay, so the Let dude, the
2: parents take care of this. Dude,
1: apparently the Ohio General Assembly has never heard of a VPN. Right. Okay? So I'll give you an example. Exactly. I like to watch the BBC news. Okay. now I'm not a citizen of the United Kingdom. So if I say that I'm in Johnstown, Ohio or Columbus, Ohio, Mm -hmm. and I reach over to England to watch the BBC, guess what? It pops up and says, you're not authorized because you're, you know, you're not a taxpayer. No, it's
0: because you're Norm on Common Sense, (laughs) Ohio.
1: Okay, but if I go to my VPN settings and say I'm originating in London, England, I can watch it all day long this is what's hit, good parade cheerio it, that, it,
2: i mean it does nothing right, you get to, these kids hey, are, are way ahead hey, of me they're,
1: they're like this right, will look, stop nothing. again it feels they're just gonna because. click
0: yes i'm 18 right and, yes and,
1: i'm 18 and and guess what right. i'm i'm in uh i'm in uh the netherlands i'm in the right. red light district of of holland
0: right and uh, you're, Brad, you're you make a good point like where are the parents on this and look right. this was there was pushback on this Ugh. You know, like the pornography laws, there's been pushback on this against free speech for a long, long time.
2: You Larry know. Flint.
0: In, right here in Ohio, right? right? That's right. So th- this is... It, and
2: There's it, another court case coming up in February, it, which has basically the same tinge to it. We'll talk about later. They got kicked. It, it, kicked so it, so it. nobody it shows, at the table is pro-porn. No. That's not what we're talking no. about. No.
1: But this is not... this, this is, well look, pro porn is one thing. This is the
2: problem.
0: This is pro window porn dressing. is one thing. But the government's <sighs> ability to regulate pornography... Right. Look, then I... what's next? If we don't... Right. Right. We don't. That's exactly right. right. So, you know, we have to take responsibility as productive members of our republic.
1: So, Steve, let's give an example. Let's take ivermectin. So, so the General Assembly decides we don't want anybody in Ohio learning about ivermectin.
0: So we're going to squelch all.
1: So you up will come a thing that, you know, Hey, you're in Ohio. You're not allowed to research ivermectin. Well, now we're in communist China. I mean, that's what they do. That's what they they do. do, Right.
0: And they can use, they can use your, uh, and you think
1: they're not going to, they sent federal agents out to talk to Google (laughs) and Facebook it, you know, right. and, and and tell They're them doing it. to to suppress discussions of ivermectin. And they can, and they can and use they your didn't.
0: IPA to get, to figure out where you are. I mean, there, there's a lot going on. That's right. That, that That this is just the tip of the iceberg.
2: Inspector is discussing look, all this.
0: But it does sound good, Brett. Oh, it sounds you know, we're good. We're going to ID right. kids so they hey, can't look at Arkansas, porn.
2: Arkansas, North right. Carolina, and Louisiana, Mississippi, sure. Montana, Texas, Utah, and Virginia have done it. Sure. Let's do it. it sounds it great. makes sense. Let's, right. let's take care of this problem. Let's move on to the next problem, the social right. problem. We right. got like, that pa- That parents can't take care of themselves. We got That's that right. solved. No more porn. No we, more porn. We took care of yep, that. Got that done. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. well, well, uh, we got any nuggets to cover up here? Yeah, a
1: couple more Ohio touches on things. So our guy up here in... Um, not Clintonville. Where's he from? Anyway, um, Upper Arlington. Uh, Vivek uh, yeah. uh, Ramaswamy yeah. dropped out of the race. Oh, well, Yeah, we
2: had Iowa happen this week. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but I, see, do you think he was in it a hundred percent though? He's he, in it. He's in it to be VP. Is that what the deal is? You I think, think? Because I think. Big he time. he he was he had better numbers in Iowa than Kasich did. Yeah, I heard. And Trump, he drops out.
1: He
0: was Ooh. he was talking to this girl up in New York. I forget her name now. To be his VP. There's there's a
1: the, like, Stefanic, the congresswoman. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Elise Stefanik. Elise Stefanic. Oh yeah. yeah. She, she's, she's, oh. she's a hot rod. She, she would be awesome.
0: Yeah. I thought there, there's she talk that she was going to be the one. So yeah.
1: No. She's a female Vivek. I mean, she, she's right there. She was okay. the one that was pointing her bony finger at gosh, who was testifying? Mayorkas, I think recently yeah. and just dragging him over mm-hmm. the coals. Yeah. I saw at a story where they've been talking
0: like that. Like she might be the one.
1: Yeah. She might be. Okay. Hmm. hmm. Well, maybe can I'd work. like
0: to see Vivek. He would be a oh, he'd be guy. great, yeah. right? I mean, oh, that guy's awesome. When you hear him talk to people, like he's like, uh, <gasps> like they're, 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 he's a new breed. He man. does
2: not hold anything back, yeah, and, and he
0: has got the facts and details, well, and, and he's and, eloquent enough to to and, present the And arguments. whoever he,
2: you know, you're right though. You think about that. Whoever Trump does pick as VP, they're going to be groomed for the next. Yeah, they they're, they're going to be groomed to be president. Well, that's how it works, right? I mean, mean, it, it usually thing. is. I mean, George Bush kinda, followed Ronald. Kind of breaks the mold that you were talking about. It's like God, we got two old guys up there. Again. Biden you followed yeah. Obama. Yeah, yeah. and
0: then right. we got say. Kamala Harris, our next
1: president. Oh, for wow. God's <laughs> sake!
2: The other Ohio touch
1: thing is, uh, you know, and I even wrote a wonderful set of lyrics about um, <laughs> oh, jeez, about uh, take a load off Fanny. So uh, Jim Jordan is in. He is investigating Fannie, and I'm not talking about the gluteus maximus. But I'm talking about Fannie Willis. Yeah, the uh, she's got uh, big trouble. Fulton County Prosecutor has been paying her boyfriend six hundred and fifty thousand dollars when he is no offense, Steve. He's an ambulance chasing lawyer. I mean, he is. Right. He so is your neighbor. The, he's hi, not the story like, here is this: He's not like she you. she
0: appointed a special prosecutor to prosecute the RICO case against Trump and all the others that were involved in this. And this is this involves their efforts to change the outcome of the election in Georgia. Yes. And she's alleged that that's engaging in a pattern of corrupt activity, as we'd call it in the state of Ohio. In the feds, they call it racketeering influence of corrupt activity, um, yeah. or corrupt organizations. But they. Um, yeah, right.
1: That phone call to the secretary the of state. phone call, find my votes, yada, right. yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah.
0: So she appointed a special prosecutor. This happens all the time, and they pay the special prosecutor. Uh, but it turns out she's also got some relations going on with this special prosecutor, traveling with him to Europe. At the same time, he got a contract for some six hundred fifty thousand dollars so far to so far yeah to to uh conduct this prosecution and as you pointed out he doesn't really have the credentials no. that would warrant such an appointment yeah. okay no so you know it's cronyism it's, and yeah. well what it is 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 corrupt that's going to be in federal court they would call that honest services fraud and it's uh because she's she's she enjoying hmm.
1: she's enjoying the benefits of what she's paying him it's right. the allegation so it's worse it's not and i'm saying it's an allegation allegation allegation
0: the allegation is not just that she's stupping the guy but they're out traveling together right and with commingled money yeah so, okay
1: all right. yeah so okay. we'll see what okay. happens the the judge in the case has uh given her a date to come in and they're going to have well, a hearing
0: on this one of the co-defendants in the trump case filed a motion challenging this a motion to dismiss saying look this is an unfair prosecution and or to crowbar this guy off the case and get a new prosecutor in there. Yeah. And uh, or get him recused from the case, mm. which could change the, the landscape of this entirely because Yeah. the, the other I guess the
1: well, the other part could, of this is she could lose office. Well, yeah. Well, the yeah. other
0: part of this is he's clearly influenced by her position on it and he's not independent at all. He's just a henchman and if you eliminate him from the equation and then get somebody truly independent, they may have a different look on that case, which frankly is a stretch of the highest order anyway. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a Rico case. Right. So, uh.
1: well, um, Mayorkas, the impeachment, we we talked about Elise Stefanik, uh, a couple other quickies guys, the the Red Sea thing, uh the the war that we're engaged, the hot war in the Red Sea. Biden has redesignated the Houthis as a terrorist organization. So he's gone back 3 years to when he came in office, they were labeled a terrorist organization and then he undid all that and financed Iran allowed them to sell their oil, gave them all their billions that were frozen, and it's a real shock isn't it that Iran now is prop- promulgating terrorism all around the world. They've got Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Houthis. Yeah. You know, as their clients doing all of this damage. And and we we are actually exchanging rockets, plane strikes, sinking boats. Uh they have taken they have taken one of the container ships back to Yemen and it is a tourist attraction where people, where they lay out flags of uh, Israel and America and people pay, you know, a shekel, whatever it is in Yemeni uh, currency to go on board the container ship and stamp on the flags. I mean, hmm. and, and the crew is still being held hostage. Yeah. So, so the, like like some really bad stuff, and it shows mismanagement at the White House.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, this is consistent with everything else we've talked about. Like you pointed out a couple weeks ago, Norm. Like we're in a hot war. I mean, there's wars breaking out all over the world, and it's 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 only getting worse and more dangerous. So. Anyway, the one tonic for all this nonsense is common sense, not nonsense, common sense. And you can get that right here in Ohio at Channel 511 here in Studio C. We bring it at you, we bring it to you every single week. This week we almost couldn't do it, but we rearranged the schedule and got here still getting it to you uh, in a timely fashion. If you wonder what we've done in the past, it's pretty simple. You go to com, where you can catch the backlog of all our episodes. You can also check us out now on YouTube. We got Facebook stuff going on. We got reels going on. I didn't even know what a reel was until we started this show. So now we got little video shorts of us pontificating our wisdom and common sense at you. Inviting replies, frankly, because as you pointed out today, Brett, this is what makes us, this is what we're trying to do a little differently. We're not telling you like it is. We're telling you how we think it is. And please offer your opinion so we can consider it, kick it around, and come up with the best common sense solution where all you got to do is... I just totally lost my train of thought. That's not common sense. Well,
1: w- it two shows in a row, we have replied to comments on our Facebook page. So please interact with us. Right. And we, we will bring those issues to us. the table. So
0: to interact okay. with you, interact with us, all you have to do is get on the social media now yeah. or go to the webpage and, e- you can, email us. and you can email us right there. Yeah. At info yeah. at Common Sense Ohio Show. We'll get it. Uh, we'll read your comments. We'll invite you in if you're worthy of taking on the round table uh, and and you think you got got something to offer, let us know. Who knows? We may invite you in. You just never know. Anyway, for now, uh, that is it. We are coming at you right from the middle each and every week until now.